This is episode 76 with special guest, Miss Shaley Mitchell. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and you're listening to the podcast that is all about being better in every aspect of your life. Every week, you'll be inspired to live to your fullest potential. If you want to think better, live better, have a better outlook on life, and be better today than you were yesterday, then keep listening. This podcast is just for you. everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. I am so excited to have a special guest on today's episode, someone who is near and dear to my heart, Ms. Shaley Mitchell. And um, before I bring her on, I want to tell you a little bit about Ms. Shaley. She is an amazing storyteller. She's an amazing writer. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, Michelle, but you are. And she's an amazing photographer. In fact, we met out on location on a photo shoot with Daystar Television Network where she was photographing my mom. And that day we just connected and uh, she's been taking my photos ever since. And we didn't just connect because she's a great photographer. There was a heart connection there. And Miss Shaley has one of the most amazing hearts of anyone I know. She has a heart for people and seeing them restored and whole. In fact, two years ago, she purchased an 1886 farmhouse that she has been restoring. You can see that on her Instagram at, at Miss Shaley, M-E-S-H-A-L-I. It's amazing. It's been featured in West Elm. I mean, you will love what you see. But what's even more amazing is that in the process of restoring her farmhouse, room by room, piece by piece, God has shown her that's how he does restoration in our own lives. Little by little, hurt by hurt, heartache by heartache, piece by piece, and through the process of restoration, takes those broken pieces and makes them beautiful. It's truly a house God is building. So you're going to love her. Miss Shaley, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. And thank you. I'm so honored by those words, April. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. It's, you just got <laughs> such a great story. And I just want to get right into the story, Miss Shaley. Uh, tell me. Tell me about the farmhouse. Tell me, tell me about the whole thing. You just, you just sum it up. You, you got the, the mic. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, for listeners that don't know me, um, like you said, I'm a photographer and storyteller and kind of had a turn of events a couple of years ago in the story God is writing for my life. And I purchased an 1886 farmhouse fixer upper. And um, I'm kind of in a season where I feel like I tell people the Lord's like merging and kind of marrying all my passions and I guess gifts and talents and uh, in the purchase of this 1886 farmhouse in restoration of it like you said I began to hear the Lord speak to me that it was a parallel to my own personal story and how the Lord has taken a lot of ashes and um, and so I, like only he could do um, he has made and is making you know bringing about beauty from those ashes and so uh, the story of a house God is building is still being written. I tell people I've not arrived. It's a, it's a day-to-day process that I'm walking out with the Lord um, in the restoration of my heart and soul and, um, you know, dealt with a lot of childhood brokenness and wounds come from a ministry family, but we went through a pretty tough divorce and uh, just brokenness there and different things through my teen years and uh, 
you know, really carried that even as a believer into, um, into my adulthood. I just, I, like I, I tell people, I hadn't let the Lord really walk through those deep recesses of my heart and soul. And um, I had gotten to a place in my adulthood where I was kind of putting band-aids on bullet holes and, mm-hmm. um, and I was bleeding out and needed the Lord to come in, the Holy Spirit to come in and truly restore those places deep in the recesses of my heart and soul. And, um, you know, I tell people pain demands to be felt and uh, the Lord has promised us to walk through those pains. He doesn't expect us to, to walk past them or to get, you know, even as a believer, he wants to go into those places with us and, you know, like your podcast, April, make us better. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I always tell people like he is making it, you know, I feel like me, like only he can do better than new. Yeah. Um, you know, when everything's put in his hands. So that's been the, that's in a nutshell, um, <laughs> the story of how Scott is building and the restoration process um, in my house, in my house, you know, physically mm-hmm. and in my house spiritually. So that's so good. And I think that we can say, you know, what you don't repair, you tend to repeat. Now, not always, but you have to, you have to face it so you can fix it. And it's interesting to me, like, did you know all that was on the inside of you or did you, through the process of restoring your house, did you begin to see it and feel it more? You know, I think a little bit of both. Um, I very well knew that there were, were wounds and hurts that I hadn't let the Lord really into. I knew that mm-hmm. uh, because I felt it. I was, you know, to every root, there's a fruit. And I felt like there was some bad fruit that I needed the Lord to deal with. And mm-hmm. um, I'm still kind of walking out of some of that um, battle with anxiety. And um, back years ago, I dealt with pretty severe depression, just things coming out of me that were, I think, rooted in the, the past, um, wow. things I was believing and lies that I had just kind of come into agreement with the enemy with and kind of signed a contract with him. And I was needing to, to that to be restored, you know, that to be gutted in my life, yeah. I need to have a change and believe the word of God instead of believing and coming into agreement with those lies from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it, I never, I didn't even realize I was doing it. It was such a pattern. Um, yeah. So the Holy Spirit has really come and, and is come, you know, comes in and brings truth in those areas. But, um, but in the process of all this, to be honest there, as I'm walking this out with the Lord, there have definitely been areas that, um, I wasn't really aware of in the past. And I think that's part of the sanctification process with the Holy Spirit is, is uh, he just continues to go deeper and deeper and deeper with us. And uh, we don't really arrive, you know, till heaven. Yeah. But, um, you know, when we allow him to, there's a beauty that comes. There's a constant tilling of our heart right. and uh, restoration, you know. And so, um, so, yeah, I knew I knew those wounds were there in some places. And he's really revealed to me through the house process um, that in taking photos of it and the photojournalistic part and writing about it, he's really revealed, uh, deeper places that he wants to tend to. And, um, so my prayer is to always allow him to do that, you know? Yes. And I, one thing that you and I were talking about yesterday on the phone is that you were talking about the process and, you know, so often we want that instant fix. God just, you know, take it all from me, but often we have to walk it out. I'll never forget what Marcus Lamb from Daystar said to me one time. He said, April, there's no progress without the process. And so, I know, isn't that so good? And so often we want to skip the process, but God is in the process. God is, you know, when God healed the, when 
he healed the 10 lepers. Jesus healed the 10 lepers. It was in the process of them walking away that they received their healing. So talk to me a little bit about that. You, you've gone room by room, bit by bit. And how, how do you see that, you know, kind of paralleling with your life? Yeah. Well, um, one thing I push is, you know, I was raised in church and raised in a charismatic atmosphere and, and love that and was so grateful, but I kind of carried a mindset into my adulthood that miracles happen in a moment. You know, they yeah. have to happen right there. And, and I've learned through this, especially the Holy Spirit's taught me that, you know, miracles often, a lot of people miss their miracles because they, they, happen through a process yeah. and um, throughout scripture, like you just said, we see it over and over again. You know, Jesus is the miracle worker. He can do a miracle in a moment. He can, and he does that, mm-hmm. but oftentimes he does it through a process. And, um, you know, I think it's Mark eight when he heals the blind man, you know, yeah. he puts the mud on his eyes and it says that the man, you know, could see, but he said, people, you know, Jesus asked him, what do you see? And he said, well, I see people, but they look like trees. And so Jesus, again, tends to the man. And it says that all of a sudden his sight was, you know, in quotes, fully restored and he could see. And so that's always like intrigued me. I'm like, Lord, you could have, why did you do the miracle that way? You could have done it anyway. You could have from, you know, far off, like just healed him, but you chose this process with this man. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just so, you know, I believe in each of our unique stories and each of our unique journeys, the Lord chooses unique processes with us. That's why we can't compare our process with anyone else. Um, but he's always in the restoration business. He's always in the, in the process of restoring us. If we'll let him, if we'll, I believe there's a partnership as well. Um, to come into an agreement with him and to walk with him and partner with him. And uh, I think a lot of people I did for so long, we stopped so short of walking into the fullness of what he has, the fullness of our healing, the fullness of um, that joy, the fullness of our peace. Yeah. Um, and, and I believe that part requires a walking out and a sanctification. Um, like I said, that we have to partner with him in. Yeah, that's and, so good. Uh, yeah, and I do believe in most cases, it's it's a process. Yeah, that's so good. You know, I was reading yesterday in, in, in the Bible where it was talking about that man by the pool of Bethesda, and he was there for 38 years. I mean, that's a long time. And yeah. so the scripture says once once he was in the process of being healed, here's a man that's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. He, can't, he can't move. And yeah. Jesus says, get up. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you get up if you're paralyzed? And right. I think that's what you're ta- what what I hear you saying about you gotta you gotta put feet to your faith and say, God, you know what? I'm broken. Mm-hmm. I have hurts. I, I maybe there's somebody out there, Michelle, and maybe you could speak to this. There's a lot of people who are fighting anxiety and depression, yeah. and they don't feel like getting up. They don't feel like opening up the curtains and turning on the light. They yeah. what could you say to those people? Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, the pool of Bethesda. I actually just got back from Israel for my first time, and I was there at that pool. And the Lord spoke to me um, at that pool and that very same thing, April, about getting up. And I think that a lot of times in my life, one of the things that I, areas I went wrong in was when I was going through seasons and still to this day, you know, battling that out with the Lord and going through seasons, I relied so much on my own strength and only saw my shortcomings and the areas that I battled in. And I felt very hopeless um, with that approach. But one of the things the Lord's teaching me is this battle is not flesh and blood. This battle is spirit. And, and he's promised me, man, in 
your weakness, that's where I'm strong. Mm, and your good. weakness, that's where I come in. When you're at the end of yourself, I'll do what you cannot do. And, um, and it's, you know, it's a spiritual maturity thing on my end, but just daily walking that out with him when I wake up and I'm battling that anxiety and I'm battling that kind of feeling down. And um, like I said, coming into agreement, it's a choice yeah. daily into what he said, not what I feel and not what the enemy is whispering in my ear, but there's a power and I believe a strength when you pick up that supernatural strength and not what you believe about yourself or, you know, this thing can't be, ba- cannot be battled in the flesh. Right. Um, it has to be battled out in the spirit. And I'm learning that even more, you know, day to day in my own journey. Um, and that's where that inner strength, you know, it talks about the new Testament, the inner strength. Yeah. That's where that comes from. Um, in, you know, from there. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it, I, I like what you said because this is just a real, you know, real and raw. You said daily sometimes you have to fight with it. And, yeah. and, you know, the process is, like you've said, we don't arrive. And sometimes people get discouraged because they're still fighting. And yeah. they think, you know, God, I should be done with this. I thought I, I thought I was over this depression. Why am I still having panic attacks? You know, but you got to fight the good fight, right? Fight the good fight, yep. You got to keep going. So um, I, I love, I just love how it's all unveiling. And, and, and like <laughs> I said, people can see this on your um, Instagram. What's something that you could say to people, uh, Ms. Shaley, that those that are broken right now, what, what encouraging word would you say to, let me just give some specifics. Those who have lost their jobs that are, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Those mamas out there that are maybe going through some postpartum depression. Um, the, the father that feels like a failure. Those who are truly broken. What can Ms. Shaley, who a house God is building that you've learned in this process that you haven't arrived yet like you said you're still working it through what can you say to them yeah well I want to say first of all words that truly the Holy Spirit's helped me you know men these have helped mend my heart but first of all God loves you um God is with you even in your suffering um a lot of times we try to disconnect you know all of this and we don't understand we can't we can't connect God and suffering and how am I going through this and there is a process that God only him you know can do in your life and a lot of times he he works in suffering he doesn't cause it but he works through it and he brings I love the book by Jensen Franklin Acres of Diamonds but he brings these diamonds from this roughage and um, I read first Peter 5 10 this morning and I wanted to share it with the listeners so they have a truth to hold on to but it says and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself and I love that part you don't have to do it it says will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast Mm -hmm. and another verse in his kindness God called you to share in his eternal glory. And so, um, you know, base your faith on that truth. Don't base your faith on your current circumstance of job loss or this, you know, we're in a tough time right now. And so even for me, I'm remembering base my faith off the truth. Don't base my faith off of how I feel today. Man, if I did, if I did that and my personality type, I'd be up and down every day in and out. And, you know, so I just wanted to share that, that verse with listeners to really hold on to that. The Bible says that we'll suffer. The Bible says that we'll go through trials, but that God himself will restore and make 
them, you know, make us strong. So right. I wanted to encourage people with the scripture. That's so good. And Michelle, we're, we're, this goes so fast, I know, but would yeah. you say a prayer for the listeners and just whatever God puts on your heart? I will. I will. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your grace, God, that calls us into this. Lord, you said this glory um, that's only found in you. And I just pray, God, right now for every heart, for every person listening, Father, no matter what they've come into this podcast, God, with carrying, I, I know, God, that you bring beauty from ashes. God, I know from my own story, God, I can testify that you yourself, God, when we feel at the end of our rope, you reach what we cannot reach, God, and you restore and I, God, I just pray for grace to be on the listeners today. I pray that they'll hold on to you, God, no matter, God, what the circumstance looks like today. And I cannot wait, God, to hear the stories of restoration that come, God, from these this podcast. We love you. We thank you that you're the God that sticks with us through our brokenness. God, you don't leave us or forsake us, but you stay with us, God, and you love us through those places. And I just pray that for a revelation of that, God, for every heart listening today, and we love you and we thank you for who you are in our life. We love you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Michelle, so much for uh, being with us today. And again, check her out on Instagram. And just know this, God can take you from broken to beautiful. He can give you beauty for ashes and nothing is too hard for our God. See you next time.